Hello, magic seekers, and welcome to It Turns Out She's a Witch. We're your hosts, Laura and Shannon, and, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast coven. our beautiful podcast coven. I'm shaking things up a little bit this week and flying solo without dear Laura, but I can guarantee she'll be back in your ear holes next week. So today I have an extra special guest joining me. He's my childhood sweetheart who I met at the very tender age of 17. He's a carpenter by trade, was a professional boxer in his younger years, an amazing father to our three children, and one of the most grounded and practical people I've ever met. His Capricorn logic totally balances out my Piscean tendencies. He has always supported me 110% in everything I do, and I could not be more grateful for his presence in my life. He is the master of bad jokes and shit stirring, with a fierce warrior heart for his family. Introducing the man otherwise known as Anthony, my husband Boo. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this. Thank you for stepping in at such short notice. So, little backstory for you all. I had another guest lined up, but due to ill health, we've had to postpone that episode. And Boo kindly stepped in for a little recording. It's Sunday night on the full moon, and we're sitting at our kitchen table. And and I'm getting in trouble for fidgeting. Yeah. <laughs> so. If you hear any scratching or that there, that's me. That is you. All the dogs. <laughs> but we'll do our best. We are going to do our best. So we thought we'd just have a little episode on the subject, Turns Out I Married a Witch. Yeah. Yeah. You've often asked me what it's like, like mm. how I feel about it. And I actually feel like I'm a witch as well. So yeah, turns out I'm a witch turns out you are and I love that and I think uh, we do have a lot of male witch listeners so I think they'll really resonate with you today and yeah I'm looking forward to it so I thought we'd kick it off with your nickname to start with because I get asked all the time about why you're called Boo so why are you called Boo? <laughs> no it's pretty simple uh, yeah dad called me Boo I was when I was a little toddler I've got an older brother Johnny who's four years my senior so yeah I was um just his little sidekick tagging along behind him little um stocky blonde haired kid tagging along with the elder brother and back then there was Yogi Bear and Boo Boo Bear and dad just sort of said I'm little Boo Boo so it just stuck yeah more people know me as Boo than Anthony and yeah it's just stuck like feels a bit weird introducing myself as Boo so I, I obviously you know, when I introduce myself, I'm Anthony, and and then people get a bit confused, like yeah, well, everyone's calling you Boo. But <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like Anthony's when I'm in trouble. Um, school teachers, mum, so yourself. When, I'm, <laughs> when I get called Anthony, I like sort of look, you know. But Boo, it is, and I only call you Anthony when you're ignoring me when I'm trying to get your attention because it gets your attention pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> so that's good. That is big. And also how we met. So we met at a Shelley Beach party. 
Yeah. Back in 1996. Yeah, yeah, we both surfed at Shelley Beach and that was our lo- local sort of hangout. There was yeah. parties, beach parties there, sort of most Saturday nights. Mm. So, yeah, um, we were going to run into each other. Yeah, paths crossed. And we had quite uh, a strong connection pretty much from the get-go, didn't we? It was yeah, kind of freaky. <laughs> definitely a knowing, the, like some sort of, yeah, knowing of each other, like, it was an odd sort of feeling like yeah yeah i sort of thought i knew you already and yeah it was cool it's it good. was we talk about it a lot now and it makes makes a lot of sense that that's why, why we felt the way we did yeah definitely so i thought we'll get into it with the first question that i ask all of our guests so what does the word witch mean to you uh, well it's a name obviously um to me, when I was younger, it was really just a character in books and fairy tales, um, normally a nasty um, trickster sort of character that was to be feared, I suppose. Mm. Um, nowadays, I suppose it's more, I, I think the name of your podcast sums it up, like um, somebody who's or your guests the people that come on as your guests the the listeners i suppose as well somebody who's um questions sort of that religious narrative the they're aligned with their intu- intuition and senses like question that sort of you know the way things are and mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a witch i like that i like it a lot and when do you think spirituality first sparked an interest in your life? And I know you are very similar to me in the way that our families were not religious per se. So we are both christened Anglican, but I think that was a pretty regular thing back in the late 70s. There wasn't really baby namings back then. And, um, yeah, you and I yeah, well, weren't dragged to, to church every Sunday or anything like that. So No, no, like spirituality to me really is just knowing that you're part of something bigger um i suppose we you have that as a kid like you know that there's something bigger than us um Mm -hmm. and yeah just knowing that there's something bigger i think that's what spirituality is um i really started thinking about it more probably 20 years ago um 2001 2002 there was 9-11 Bali bombings had a friend involved in the Bali bombings and it was scary he survived by the way but yeah and you know it was linked to religion and extremists and sort of beliefs and and yeah I just couldn't make sense of it so I started thinking you know what's what are my beliefs in sort of religion and spirituality and that sort of stuff and um yeah just questioned that and realized i wasn't really educated in any of that um i was probably the naughty kid in scripture class who got kicked (laughs) out and yeah like so i I wasn't yeah like like you said our families weren't really particularly religious so yeah i just started questioning and reading and trying to educate myself and i got a fascination with like hunter gatherers societies and the human species as you know we've evolved and i sort of went down that line of Mm. you know a fascination with that and how sort of those those um hunter-gatherer societies lived as 
like in the environment as part of the environment where in nowadays yeah in tune with the environment mm. they had to so yeah i just i, I like that sort of thing and uh, how they follow the seasons and had to to survive so yeah i just yeah that's that's my sort of spiritualities evolved from there and mm-hmm. yeah i suppose that answers your question it does it's it's very aligned with witchcraft really because it's that seasonal pull and yeah respecting and noting what's going on around you the energy at, at play and yeah, I, yeah I, can, I can see the comparison between the two, definitely. Mm. And how did you feel when I first stated that I was going to step forward out of the broom closet and practice witchcraft out in the open? Because I've always done different rituals and things behind closed doors, but never really spoken to anyone about it. And Yeah, it wasn't really a big deal for me. Like, when you said that, I didn't think it was a big deal. I... I... Yeah, as you know, I don't really give a shit about what people think, <laughs> what <laughs> we do, true. and you know, it doesn't. And I do love that about you, and I wish I was more like that. Yeah, one of my favourite sayings is like, "What other people think of me is none of my business." And yeah, I, I think that's true. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you've not really come out, but just sort of put it out there that yeah, you're a witch. And yeah, speak a bit more openly about it now, and. Yeah, it's not like I walk down the street and go, hey, guess what, everyone? <laughs> but if it comes up in conversation, I don't shy away from it anymore and I own it. Yeah, well, once we started looking more into our beliefs and stuff like that, it turns out you're a witch. Yeah. And same thing for me, like, you know. Definitely. That's what a witch was, tagged as a, you know, these beliefs were tagged as a witch and, mm. yeah. That's where it's me. at. And then what about how would you feel when I said I was going to start the podcast? I felt good. Uh, I like podcasts. Um, I think they're really, you know, there's some really good podcasts out there. You get a lot of good information, yeah, um, different good. people's perspectives on things. And, yeah, I know you're knowledgeable and, and you're genuine and you, you sort of want to share things with people. And, and I don't know, people can relate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no right and wrong. I think you put things forward in a good way. And, Thank yeah, you. So... Like yeah, it doesn't. It's not like normal sort of religious stuff where there's a right and wrong, and there's a right. You know that you got to follow the rules and mm. yeah. So look, doing that podcast is doing the podcast is cool. I'm a big fan and I listen. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> and I would love to chat with you about the elements, and we've spoken about this many times in conversation, but how you relate and experience each of them. So I thought we'd start off with Earth. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this a lot. Um, and I'd have to say probably I change the way I feel about it each time. So that mm. um, Earth to me is like a foundation, um, supporting, um, like a connection, our connection to the Earth. Like I'm a builder, so... The connection of a house to the to the earth is through the foundation so it's you know i, I feel that way like stability um, yeah stability like same as a lot of people say a grounding you know um grounds you yeah that that's it to me uh, mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm the same um yeah that's a good yeah. explanation it's, I think, it's true 
yeah, like where the, where the house, the load of a house gets sort of spread down through the through the structure and into the foundation. I think that's a, the same for us. You know, we walk on the earth, and there's pressure that's on us mm. can be can be spread out and supported amongst the earth. So lean into the earth. Yes, I love that. And what about air? Uh, words that come to mind when you think of air is breath, um, your senses, the here and now, like my favourite place. <laughs> it is your favourite yeah. place. Being in the here and now, I don't, you know, breath can bring me to the here and now. I can take a deep breath and, um, you know, I can just let everything go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, air, air moving, wind, wind touches you, sort of your senses come alive. So... Yeah, that's the element of air for me. Like, mm-hmm. That's how you connect with it. Yep. And then what about the element of fire? Fire's fierce. Um, it's it's also comforting. Um, fire can burn your house down, mm. burn down the forest, sort of be wild and dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. And But then it can be comforting as well. It can be um, you can cook with it. You can keep yourself warm, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's, oh, I don't know, like, it, it's been around, but it's been part of us. People have looked at fires forever. Those hunter-gatherer people would have had a fire at night to keep them warm, to protect them from animals or whatever. Like, mm. You know, there's something to looking into a fire, like, everybody's mesmerized by a fire you 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 start a fire out and have people sit around that fire it sort of just takes you different places and it does doesn't it yeah so like yeah it's it, it's it can be dangerous but it can when it's controlled it's your friend it's it's a good thing mm. so yeah i like that and then last of all water the element of water uh, water brings you to I think it brings things to life um, flow connection uh, it's also refreshing mm-hmm. you know it's fluid um, yeah when I'm in like, I'm a surfer so when I'm in the water I'm in the here and now again like brings you back all your senses are, are working you've got to be in the here and now again it can be dangerous mm, very much um, so yeah like on a hot day uh, you know, you drink water or you splash your face with water. It just brings you back to life. Like brings you, mm. gives you that little kick of energy and refreshing. So yeah, that's water. Yeah. I love that. Although we've had a little bit too much water lately around the property. That's um, the other side of it. The flip side, isn't it? Yeah. It's been soggy and damp and holding up our build. And <laughs> yeah, but it's must, meant to be, I think. Yeah, well, I look at it as like a, a deep cleansing. It's, it's just a deep cleansing. And also with water, like salt water in particular, um, definitely cleansing. So, for instance, me waking up cranky yesterday and you were intuitively like, get in the car, we're going to the beach, dunk me in some salt water and... <laughs> like the yeah. perfect thing to do yeah the kids was driving you crazy and mm-hmm. like i said it brings you back to the here and now you can it think did. about that moment like yeah it did yeah. and i at that remember i was hanging out the washing and just yeah i was just having a shitty morning and you were like get in the car and i was like no nah, i don't i don't want to i've got stuff to do and as soon as i got there i was like oh 
With that, it that just when you, you walk into the water, like every time we do it, we say it's cold. Yeah. And then five minutes later, you're just saying how nice it is. Yeah, It's definitely. like it turns your senses on and yeah, it's awesome. So, and yeah. it's where everything meets at the ocean too, I think, like the earth, air. Yeah. They're all, connect, they're all connected. They're all an energy sort of conduit. Yeah. Yeah, they conduct energy like, yeah, they're all the elements is... They all work together. They're special. Within us and around us, that's for sure. And I thought I would chat about why we did rituals and offerings here on our land before we built our house and studio. So for those of you who haven't listened to season one, I did touch on it back then. Um, But basically, we've done quite a few rituals here already, and I'm I'm sure as hell we will do a lot more in time to come. But... When we first bought the property, uh, we bought it with our friend Matt. We share the property between two families and we initially did a um, like an offering where we wrote our intentions in a letter. Um, we didn't read them out or anything. We kept them private, but it was our personal intentions for the land, for our families and what we you know, wanted to do here. And we buried that before we even moved in here. And then we also did crystal grids in the four corners to protect the land. Uh, and then when we were like, before we laid the foundations for the house, we did crystal grids under each room and like the hearth and particular doorways and thresholds that we felt were important. Um, and then we also done an offering to the land spirits under a particular tree that's quite special to us here. Um, so yeah, we've, We've really tried to set set things up energetically, but yeah, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, you all the knowledge come from you, so like you know knew all the crystals and and sort of all the yeah the knowledge behind it. For me, it was more about well, it was about setting intentions for for the space, for the land, for our what our use of the land. Mm. So. Yeah, really just setting intentions, respecting the land, respecting the ancestors and of the land and um, the nature and, you know, the, the um, yeah, really just, uh, yeah, acknowledging, setting the intentions that we want from this place. Mm. It's not, it's not our, uh, uh, it's not ours, like we're just here and, um, yeah, we just want to exist here and, and, and to achieve what we want from this place and, and respect it and look after it yeah no, that, that's it. what that was all about for me and yeah it was fun it was good fun it was good and do you feel that it made you feel more connected to this place because we've only been here for two years yeah um, for sure yeah yeah um again like yeah the place we needed to sort of connect to it and and because mm, we were newbies newbies on yeah. this particular little patch of the earth yeah mm. yeah and i think yeah when we went did those rituals that did it set our intentions and we put it out there and i think it's happening yeah it is definitely definitely it's powerful stuff and our family follows the sabbats of the wheel of the year so what do you enjoy about acknowledging these festivals i'd love to hear it from a man's perspective well, the, the change, the I just like the change in the seasons, uh, the shift in the energy. Um, it's really different in Australia. Like we, they're subtle 
the season changes are subtle or where uh, we live in yeah, particular or where we live but yeah. like there's still there's still a decent change between summer or autumn winter spring yes. like there's there's change obviously but it's not like in the UK when we went there it's like 11 o'clock at night and it's still daylight mm. you know and and so it's it's probably not as you know noticeable here like when yeah. you when you compare not as extreme, it to the, I guess is yeah, it? but you definitely still feel it. And I, I like the the ceremony and the rituals that we do at that time. They they just acknowledge that and mm. sort of yeah, it, it's I, I, it's fun. It's good. It is good. brings us all together and you know, sets us straight to where we're going. And adds a bit of reverence, I think, too. Like that eight points in the year. It's yeah, it's a time to look back and be grateful for everything that we've done in that part of the wheel, the wheel turning. Yep. And like we're coming up to Salmon at the end of the month and I've just been saying to you the last couple of mornings how I wake up and it's quite chilly. You can feel that crispness in the air all of a sudden and, you know, I'm putting on my socks and jumper. And <laughs> yeah, well, when you acknowledge that change and then you feel that coldness, it's exciting, like, you know. Yeah, you can feel the shift. Yeah. Mm. I think it's cool. It is. And we had a hand fasting ceremony to celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary back in 2019 and pre-COVID, which we were very fortunate. So we had our three kids there. Uh, we were surrounded by like all of our family and friends and both of our mums were heavily involved in the ritual. So your mum is a celebrant and did the service for us. And then my mum did the hand fasting part of the ritual, which was really special but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the experience. Yeah, well, it was. We got married really young, so we did. <laughs> We're crazy young. Yeah, yeah. So and we were twenty. Yeah. Two weeks after my twentieth birthday, and what? Two months after yours. Yes. Yeah. That's not engaged. I was engaged. We got engaged when we were eighteen. It's hectic, hey. Like we'd look back and just laugh. Yeah, but the hand fasting thing was. Oh, I don't know, like we just, it aligns with our beliefs. Um, it was because we got married so young and we just did what everybody else did. Like, you know, we knew we wanted to church. be married. and Yeah, and we got married into church where we didn't really know anything about that. Like, it mm. was, But know. back then, like it was 99 and majority of people did get married in churches. Like there wasn't many beach weddings and stuff that there is today, I feel. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I don't know, it was just like we got to do it again because we were so young, like, and it just re-cemented and re-secured everything. Like, yeah, we're old enough, like, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, like, we didn't do the wrong thing, we've done the right no. thing. No, look, we've, I think we've journeyed People thought so we were crazy. Much. They did think we were crazy. And I just want to add to, like, we didn't get married to have sex. <laughs> we were doing that before we got married. So I'd, yeah, it wasn't was... for that reason of, like, no sex before marriage and got to no. get married young. It was... There was plenty of sex. <laughs> <laughs> no. There was. There was. But, yeah, it's... I just felt like we just had this crazy connection and we just could not wait to get married like we just thought well why wait we want to do it now and yeah like lots of people it cheats me really when people like say oh it's only a piece of paper well, to me it wasn't like yeah to, me, to us it wasn't and i get that marriage isn't for everyone and that's it's a very personal thing isn't it yeah like you know, it should be personal it's a, it's a commitment it's a public commitment you'd make mm. putting it out there that i want to be with you forever and yeah 
you know, it's it's cool. And the the hand fasting was just good. We had all, you know, close friends around. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like just sort of invite everybody because it, we, we invited the special people that we wanted yeah, there. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did it our way. We yeah. stood in a rose quartz circle and had, yeah, different elements and frankincense oil. And, and it was a good, yeah, it was a good party. It was yeah. good to get It was an awesome together. party. Yeah. No, and I think the kids enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. It was amazing to have them there. And I think it just acknowledged, um, you know, we've we've changed so much since we were 17, as everyone does. But, you know, we, I feel like we've been with so many different versions of ourselves and experienced, you know, pre-kids and with kids and, uh, you know, people dying and people coming into the world and wins yeah. and losses and hardships and all the things that you do well, in we're moving life. into a stage where our kids are growing up and getting more dependent too so i felt like it was like a you know a real connection between us again and yeah. we're gonna have more time for us sort it was of a milestone from now so that that was cool it was and yeah setting intentions yes to spend time mm. spend you know acknowledge each other and more time together and yeah. our love so yeah, it was cool. And any excuse for a party. It was a good party. Yeah, it doesn't take much for you to... Uh... <laughs> well, Friday to me is an excuse for a celebration. For, four o'clock's. <laughs> four o'clock's an excuse for you to start celebrating. What can I say? I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish. <laughs> you know, what's life if you can't celebrate the little moments as well as the big ones? That's for sure. <laughs> So that's a nice little segue into my next question. So when we travelled back to the UK, I'd love to chat with you about why that pilgrimage was important for you and how you felt about going to those lands. Yeah. So, yeah, 20 years married, we decided we're going to go. Yeah, we're really good parents and left our kids at home and off we went. Yeah, month? well, they were, what, 20, 18 and 13. Yes. And we didn't get to travel much, so we knew we were when always we going to yeah. go back and, yeah, see, well, your mum's Scottish, so we knew that we wanted to go and check that out. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, I suppose, an un- um, unexpected sense of connection for me. Like, oh, you had that connection because your mum was born there and we're going to see your family. And and I'd been there the year before too with mum. Yeah, mm. yeah. So then I knew I had ancestors from the UK, like First Fleeters come out here. and Yeah, have you got uh, First Fleet on both sides of your family? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, so crazy. I knew I was sort of English um, but wouldn't consider myself an English person. Like, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know I'm not an, I'm not, I, I consider myself Australian, but I'm not Aboriginal. So yeah, mm. I, I didn't really, I didn't really expect to feel like I was home. Like, and I did, mm. yeah. Like I felt like there was a sense of like, I'm from here. Like this is, I'm from here as well. And like it was really unexpected. Yeah. Built um, it in your bones. Yeah. Knowing that like, I'm from this place, mm. you know, so that was cool. Um, seeing a lot of the sites and, and the, the rich history they've got and well-documented history everywhere you go, you can read and find out about, you know, the history of the area. And we mm. found, uh, was it Dunkeld in the cemetery? Yeah, yeah. My mum's was... family are off Clan Robertson and we found graves there and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I just had that sense of, like, I'm from here too and, and like, 
I feel like I'm home. Yeah. Sort of. yeah not that I want to live there because Australia's home, but like I definitely felt that connection. And I definitely would like to go back and explore more. Mm. Well, I guess from an energetic standpoint, it's like the bones of our ancestors are in that place. So mm. it's no wonder when we visit there that there is that energetic connection. Yeah, yeah. So it's a deep one. No, mm. It's good. It was, um, yeah, like I said, really unexpected and I enjoyed it. And yeah, we went to Italy as well, but I think that going around the UK and Scotland and mm-hmm. just. It was a different feel, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a really yeah, different was, feel. Yeah. Didn't ruin it. It was still fun, but like it was like, it was different. It was, yeah. I think we'd had such a deep connection. Especially our time in Scotland. Um, but yeah, yeah it was, I noticed the difference when we went to Italy. Just it was, yeah, more like a tourist and more, even yeah. though we're tourists in the UK, obviously, but um, yeah, it felt very different. Yeah. Well, yeah, when we came home and I did my, got my ancestry results. Yes, we did our ancestry.com test. It turns out that I'm 33% Scottish, so <laughs> it made sense. It did, yeah. And you're very Welsh and Irish and the english and then we found out you're three percent swedish so yeah. like your big toe is swedish <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and i would also love to ask is there a particular quote that resonates with you deeply and do you want to share it with everyone yeah um from a book that i have sitting by my bed um it's from Dan Millman, The Laws of Spirit, uh, A Tale of Transformation. It it's, is a good book. Yep. Yeah, um, the quote is the law of action. So no matter what we feel or know, no matter what our potential gifts or talents, only action brings them to life. Many of us understand concepts such as commitment, courage and love, but we truly know only when we can do doing leads to understanding and action turns knowledge to wisdom yeah and just another part of that is uh you can't cross the sea merely by staring at the water and that is true yeah so the law of action i that resonates good with me and you do quote that a lot with our kids too like Law of action, guys. Come on. Law of action. <laughs> you can't really argue with it, can you? No, you, you can't. It's true. It's like, Nothing happens unless you make yeah. it happen. Yeah, true. And I feel it like I'm a boxing coach and in the, like I, boxing sort of reflects a lot about life, you know, um, to me. And uh, like the law of action, I, I, I've coached lots of different people and teaching like and when I sort of tell them what to do until they actually do it and take that, make that action mm-hmm. come to life, it's just clear like, that, you know, it, it's a really, it's, yeah, I see that in the gym and I see that, but people recognize it when, when they experience something and yeah, it's good. It uh, is. I, I love it. And I feel, um, that's probably an element of witchcraft that I do enjoy too is action because doing a ritual is an action and it's setting intention into motion. So yeah. when we do like our full moon burnings or our new moon intentions or our sabbats with the wheel of the year, it is an action. Like you're pulling elements together. You're pulling 
things to do, you know, offerings or whatever, but it's an action. Yeah. Well, it's like a spell, isn't it? Like yeah. you, put, you bring these elements together and it's just acknowledging the what your intention is and creating it through an action that makes it more real. Mm, definitely. Yeah, mm. it's cool though. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my um, quote. I love that one. And, no, it's it's been really beautiful to chat with you about all of these actions and everything that we do in our family um, and just the bit of magic that we try to create in our lives and reverence, reverence for the divine and for this bigger thing in life that we, none of us really know what it is, that's for sure. And I guess we're very lucky that we live in this part of the world where we are quite free to explore and um yeah, and find our, our path, whatever that may be, if that's down a religious path or a, a spiritual one or a nature-based one. I think it's really beautiful. Mm. And finally, on the podcast, we have a divine tool of the week. So do you have anything that you would like to share? Yeah. Um, breath. Breath is my divine tool of the week so and it's one you can have with you all the time yes hopefully yeah. it's something that yeah i use it like a, a ritual in the morning i i sort of like to come outside and yeah, at the moment feel that little bit of chill in the air and close my eyes and sort of you know really concentrate on my breath mm. and um just brings me back to the here and now like and i'm not thinking of the day ahead i'm not thinking of past i'm sort of just acknowledging that moment and breath does that for me like mm. i'm pretty good with that i can sort of even like in confrontation or under pressure i can sort of just take that one breath and and sort of you know let go of anything that's you really any can stress. so i do admire that about you how you can center so quickly because i'm not like that no. <laughs> at all and I think within our family, there's probably half of half of us that are like you. I think you and Evie are quite similar in the way that you can center yourselves and ground. Where Oscar, Layla, and myself are a bit more on the anxious side of the spectrum. And yeah. when we get wound up, and you know the thoughts kind of spiral, and you always say that to all of us is come back to the breath, yeah. come back to the breath, concentrate on your breathing and the here and now. And yeah, like that's where all the the best time is like pleasures experienced in the here and now mm -hmm. um yeah so i use yeah that's my little ritual in the morning or when i'm sort of feeling any stress like i just bring myself back to the here and now through breath feeling that the air come in and what it does to your body and it's awesome so yeah that's my tool of the week one deep conscious breath i love that yeah or some people meditate and go mm. down that path and i suppose it's a sort of form of meditating anyway like yeah i can just do it with one breath you or can. <laughs> two or three or yeah so no that that's what i do and i think it works and it that's a good one i like it well that kind of brings us to the end of this episode and i hope you all enjoyed booze insights and a little glimpse into being married to a witch from both sides i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, the name of the podcast is awesome. Like, we never set out to sort of, you know, 
um, label ourselves or label no, yourself. True. Or, so yeah. just, it turns out you're a witch once you started sort of looking into your beliefs and looking into what yeah. you do and the name's perfect and I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people that listen. Yeah. I, I know it, it has with me. Like, mm. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the podcast and... Thank you. I'm probably the biggest critic as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are. You're always you know, like, you should have said this or you should have brought this up and <laughs> why uh, didn't you talk about that? And you're yeah, repeating the same words, but I probably oh. did it and I'm scratching and I'm fidgeting <laughs> and you're kicking me. And, but, yeah, no, it's been fun. I, I've enjoyed it and hope everyone else has too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in again. And be sure to tune in next week when I'm back with Laura and we have a Samhain episode prepared for you. So I really hope everyone is safe and well. Um, As I did say before, it's currently the full moon tonight when we're recording. So I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. Let go of anything that's holding you back or doesn't resonate anymore. And... Take care and we'll see you next week. Thank you. We love bringing Turns Out She's a Witch to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, you'll get access to some beautiful guided meditation recordings a Patreon shout-out on the podcast. There's monthly live Q&As, competitions and giveaways, as well as a special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com. As always, we welcome your questions. We'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your family and friends and give us a follow over on Insta at turnsout underscore she's a witch. Until next time, thanks for listening and being a part of our podcast coven. <laughs>